Hey, hey, guys, it's Charity, and guess what? I'm here with yet one more Badass Moon of Promo podcast episode, and I am, of course, as usual, super excited to have our guest, but extra excited for this week's guest. I've got with me today Dana Geiger, who is the Regional Relations Manager and uh, Promo Superhero for PPAI. Dana, thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me and considering me a badass woman of promo. Uh, yeah. Do you follow you on social media? Like, because <laughs> <laughs> everything on social media is true. <laughs> I know, but I also know you in person. So I happen to know that what you, you do put on social media follows right along with who the heck you really are. So thank you. I Glad try. I do try. <laughs> Thanks. Awesome. Well, so I wanted to bring you on today because, um, Obviously, I was able to hang out with you earlier this week, and prior to that, yeah. I was at LDW um, with you in this supremely, superbly organized event that you put together called uh, Leadership and Development Workshop for all the regionals, and we had a super time, tons of great education, and we had a um, little five-minute chat in the hallway as you were running back and forth, and after you finished LDW, you were hopping on a plane going somewhere else. And then after that, you were hopping on a plane going somewhere else. And so, um, <laughs> You're making me tired. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of how I feel watching you. So obviously, I think of you, I mean, obviously, there are a lot of hardworking women in promo, but just watching mm. you go, um, it, I just, it's crazy. I don't know how you do it. So um, obviously, we know who you are now. Well, some of us kind of know who you are now. And I know prior to this, you were an ED for a couple of regional associations. But um, before we get into kind of more of the interviewee type questions and answers. I want to know who you are because I only, I mean, even I only know a little bit about you. So how did you get into promo? And um, from that, what brought you to here where you are today? Okay. Uh, well, thank you. That, that's, uh, we have had a great month. I've gotten to see more of you in a month, I think, than a year. So that's been super fun. Um, so uh, I've been in the industry for almost 10 years, and um, I actually came, I love telling the story of how I came into this industry. Um, unlike most, I've never sold or bought, well, I used to buy promotional products because I worked in a nonprofit tra uh, charitable association, but I am from the nonprofit world. That's really how I found myself here in this industry, and I was working for the Alzheimer's Association, which is a, um, was a labor of love the disease that I've seen up close and personal. And I found myself really struggling to turn it off. And I was not doing so well kind of being present at home. So long story short, I saw an ad for a part-time executive director on Craigslist. And I, <laughs> I called and I sent a resume thinking, yeah, sure, that's legit. But it was actually for the Virginia Promotional Products Association. And that's eventually where I got my start here in the industry. Um, so it was a Craigslist ad brought me. Very here. cool. Right on. So for yeah. those of people listening that maybe are not super involved with regionals yet or don't understand mm -hmm. the, um, the, just how a board of directors works, can you tell us, like, what is the role of an ED besides, like, chaos manager and cat herder? <laughs> like, what are your actual, right. like, real, <laughs> real job responsibilities? Because I know that's a lot. Sure. Yeah. Um, so... For our industry, we have 27 regional associations, and they vary in size. And so most of them are small enough that they aren't able to employ a full-time staff person, and so they often have what's called a part-time executive director. And that means you do everything from 
coordinate board meetings and government processes to all the way down to stuffing badges the night before a show. So it really does run the gamut. But your primary function is to facilitate the goals of each regional board as they see them. And it um, sometimes it, that means it's all about an event. Sometimes that means it's about rewriting bylaws or, or revisiting a mission statement. It really varies. So it's, um, it can be tricky at times. Now your role now, obviously you've moved into PPAI um, at the national level. And so your role now is just basically as a liaison, right? Between PPAI and the 27 regionals, kind of helping them function, evaluating, doing their meeting planning, kind of stepping in, just kind of offering yeah. like a consultative type role, right? Yeah, being a resource, being a resource and connecting um, different communities, exactly. Very cool. Um, so obviously, I think in our industry, I, I feel like we're somewhat diverse in many ways and not diverse in others, but um, moving, like thinking of your time in the ED role and then also here at PPAI, do you feel like you personally are facing any unique challenges in the workplace being a female in this type of role or just in the industry in general? Um, so sure, I think, acknowledging that everybody has challenges. I think it's exasperated um, being a mother of two and trying to negotiate a travel schedule that sometimes takes over. Um, I think that would be the biggest challenge I face is trying to, I, I, I avoid using the word balance because I kind of feel like I've not figured out how to have a balance. I, I have a theory about balance that it doesn't exist in the way I operate. <laughs> And, I, and by saying that, I mean, if I'm winning at work, I am winning at work. And if I'm not winning at work, some days I'm winning at home. And the balance for me is trying to figure out what day I have to figure out where I'm going to win, whether it's going to be on the home front or the work front. That doesn't mean I don't work on days, but it's that I'm winning at home. It just means sometimes I have to assess today my 90% of my focus needs to be here or there. Yeah. Yeah, where we're counting our wins, which I guess when you put it like that, I think that's actually really encouraging because some days we just can't win all the time at work. And for those days, it's like, oh, well, I'm a loser. Mm -hmm. I mean, not really, but like it can feel that way. But if we can go into another facet of our life and win there when we're feeling weak in another place, I think that just gave me a whole new outlook on, um, I mean, yes, balance in a sense, but also you know, where to celebrate my victories. Now, I guess I don't want to lean too heavy in one place or another, right? You're like, oh, I'm getting used to having all these fun wins at um, watching Hallmark movies. <laughs> probably <laughs> probably not going to help me find success. But on some days, maybe that's the best I can do. And I think from now on, I'm going to celebrate that more. <laughs> there you go. Well, I'm I like, haven't looked at it that way, but some of that's about self-preservation, right? So yeah. we aren't going to win every day at work. And so knowing that you have a whole other space of existence where you thrive and you may just need to take time to reset and giving yourself permission to do that, I think could right. be helpful for all of us. We're winning at self-care that day. If that's all I'm like, I think yeah. we go get another massage. <laughs> <laughs> we won at that last Sunday, didn't we? <laughs> uh, yep, I think so. We were winning hard in that game. That was great. So you did actually mention um, being on the road a ton. And I know, I mean, when we say on the road a ton, I think I'm on the road a lot. And then I watch, like, I know Dana's as obviously not female, but somebody that I admire greatly 
And I know at one point in time, I think he said he was on the road like 41 weeks a year back when he was a supplier. I'm like, okay, so that's, that's, I mean, the majority of the year, you're just not home. And I don't know if you're, you're not traveling that much, but I know you are traveling quite a bit. Um, What do you have like advice wise for people that are on the road? Um, I mean, just, I guess one for keeping things together back at home with your husband and with the kids and making sure that's taken care of. And then also taking care of yourself while you're traveling, you know, making sure I know eating is hard and relaxing is hard and, you know. Right. Well, so another thing that I haven't fully conquered here, right, is how to maintain like um, some, sometimes I do it well, right? And I feel like when I do it well, it's when I've really taken the time to to plan. And I, I think you've had other guests say the same thing, but I'm, here's the other thing about me. I am kind of a terrible procrastinator in some sense. So, um, the best MSR. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes that's when creative things happen, but, um, you know, I have a, I have an incredible village of people that are here where I live and it kind of gives me permission to go and, and be present at work when I leave here. First and foremost is my husband. He's incredibly good at being home with the kids and being on point. But I also have my mother and a great network of friends. And so I think having community is one. And then the other thing is, if you want to be super tactical, is like having systems, right? So I don't have to spend the whole day, I'm tra- the day before I'm traveling, packing or making sure like I have everything kind of at the ready. And um, that seems to make it a little bit more sane. Absolutely. Just being a little bit more, well, a lot more strategic, um, you know, checklists and things like that. I think I found too that I unintentionally did that. Um, Being on the road this year, this is probably the most I've traveled um, for work this past year. And I did find myself getting very strategic. Like I have one bag that just stays packed all the time with my toiletries and all that stuff in it. Mm -hmm. And it has like the extra things you wouldn't think to pack. Now, of course, if you watch me on Facebook, you realize that sometimes when I do pack, I'm so strategic and so efficient that I only packed one pair of shoes and then it breaks. And so then there's problems and I was Uh, already taken on San Diego, but yeah, I like, I like the idea that we get into those things. And I think if we're cognizant of the things that work and the things that don't work and we can make a plan, that's really smart of you to say that, that, you know, there's some strategy behind getting ready to go. Um, and even at home, that's important too. I think that was one of my biggest things mm-hmm. coming home after all of those weeks on the road. Now I'm home until, um, well, for work stuff, I don't have any more travel until ASI Orlando. And yeah, so I'm Whoa. Like, what am I supposed and to And that's a mindset change, right? Like right. you have to settle into that, which is lovely. Um, but it's a mindset change. It's Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm home now. And home like being gone is so you know it's like you're always on the you're at an airport you're in an uber you are at a hotel you barely drop your things and you're off to a dinner and then a trade show and then meetings and you know who knows what else and you get back to the hotel room after who knows how many dinners and cocktails and whatever and it's 11 o'clock at night and you don't really have time to think about being bored or you know even planning right. out your day because it kind of gets planned for you at that point. And being home is a whole separate bear. And I think um, we were kind of talking about this earlier too. You mentioned community being 
a way like to be able to help you while you're out. But mm -hmm. I also like the idea. I think this is why the regional aspect of things is so cool. And for everybody listening, if you're not plugged in your regionals, there's 27 of them. Like it's not like there's only one here and there. <laughs> like, I think right. most areas have something or something pretty close. Um, but I think that that's important too, is when I'm sitting here feeling like I have been working at home now for three weeks and um, I'm going a little bit stir crazy. I think the idea that we have the regionals to dive into too. Um, and if they're not, you know, doing anything super active, you know, if there's not a networking group or something like that, I think reaching out to the, the actual organization and maybe you could be the catalyst to start something because if you're feeling like, Hey, I need to get out of the house, there's probably someone else in that area that's would love to have somebody to, mull over things with or ideate with I'm so glad you said that <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely it's a huge opportunity um you know so many of the members the regional model is it serves everybody in the industry but there's no question it it feeds that smaller business person more than it would someone who has a large company and community of their own um and what you said about, you know, I think when we, we were together last week, you'd mentioned the idea of even if it's not your home regional, if you're traveling to a region, that it can be a lonely space if you don't have those schedules that are built out, reaching out to the regional, dropping in on their website, offered a, you know, you know, facilitate an impromptu meetup. Um, and, it, you know, typically... We have a lot of things that are centered around food and drink in our industry, but you're see, we're seeing more and more um, events that are activity-based, and I certainly I could use that when I'm on the road. So I love that idea of of dropping in with your regional and finding that community there because you're right. So many people in, in this industry that are self-employed and they work from home, and I, I I would bet they they feel that much more prevalently than you or I do who are always traveling, but yeah, appreciate that for sure. Absolutely. And yeah, I totally don't need to, like, this is so totally about you and not about regionals necessarily. No, but, I, well, no, I, I kind of it. I like, <laughs> I want to help you do your job better, girl. <laughs> like, Thank you. I, uh, I've always said like, I'm from the regionals. I'm of the regionals. I believe in the magic of that community. And I kind of feel like my job is to evangelize, evangelize about that. So I appreciate that. Yeah, no, I figure just make it, you know, help you tell that story a little bit more effectively and we can all get a little bit more buy-in too. And it makes it more fun for us too when we're traveling as suppliers or as, you know, whatever we're doing to be able to have that community. Um, and speaking of community, just because I just was thinking about this as we're talking, um, obviously throughout the years, we have a fun community of people that are near and dear to us. And we have over the years had experiences while we're at trade shows that are maybe off the show floor, which is I think where most of the fun happens. Um, and this is, I know there's probably a lot to choose from, but do you have like a favorite promo memory? Like when you think back throughout the years, like mm. a certain trade show or an LDW event or just being with gosh, oh uh, the craziness that is uh, Janet and Lisa. <laughs> like, yeah. There are so <laughs> many of them. Um, I I'm trying to think. And I totally something. put you on the spot with this one. <laughs> That's okay. Um, gosh, I, so many of my, of my dear friends are people that I have met in those spaces. And I'm, certainly I, I had the opportunity to 
create more of those when I was um, a regional executive director, only because I, I was a little more present in them. And I, you know, when I traveled, it wasn't as frequent. So um, I think I, the one that stands out the most is really um, Expo East for me as an executive director for VAPA. Um, and I was, I was there on behalf of VAPA, but it, what it, what Expo East, it was used to be Promotions East, but it used to be more of a culmination of the regionals from District 1, and it's where I first got to know other executive directors and um, realized that the suppliers that I was seeing in my region also, you know, were familiar with all these other regions. I'm trying to think of, of any real specifics stories but I mean certainly that's where I was introduced to that community and I felt immediately like I belonged um it was a trade show it was a trade show (laughs) yeah but that's I mean that's super important it's funny like going back to the very beginning I remember my first trade show too but I didn't have that sense of community until I think way later on because we weren't allowed to go to trade shows when I was um at the company Ah. that I worked with originally we didn't take any outside meetings. We only took supplier meetings um, once per quarter. And so we had, I mean, we were very segregated from the industry. And so I remember um, a couple years in, we were allowed to go to Expo uh, for one day and we spent the night and then came home. And that was the year that uh, Marty Lott was flying Jessica Simpson out (laughs) to perform at Expo. This is before your time this is like 20 years ago right and uh yeah so he was flying jessica simpson out for their big sandmar had this big party and um jessica simpson couldn't make it like last minute she got sick or something like that so he actually went and picked up kelly clarkson after she had just won american idol (laughs) and like so she was the performer and then i came home and i'm like i that was the coolest experience ever like (laughs) What in the world? Like I was telling my family, I'm like you guys are never gonna believe what happened. I'm like this the whole thing and whatever and helicopters and my family is like, okay, charity, whatever. And so then it's a couple of years later, and um, I now I'm own I own my own company. Like now go back, you know fast forward to like 2010, so 2000 like 10 2011. I'm like I'm gonna go back to that expo thing where all that craziness happened. I'm like I want to go back and see this and you know be part of PPAI and all that, and um, still have some other crazy stories to tell. But that's probably where I finally started feeling community was Bobby Lee who was giving uh, a talk on QR codes and like um, innovation in imprints kind of a thing back in the beginning when all that became popular and I had a QR code on the back of my shirt and I stood up like a little 12 year old. I'm like, me, me, pick me. I'm like, I have a QR code right here on the back of my shirt. And I like turned around and like, Oh man, that was the first time where everybody was probably like, shut up, charity. They didn't know my name yet. But like with the girl in the back, please stop talking. <laughs> like, I was going to say, that's when you can't, that's when everyone's like, this lady's a force to be reckoned with. She's got a QR <laughs> code on her back. She's got a QR Either code way. on her back. Um, but that's that's when I friendly first. I know because I, I went up and I talked to Bobby afterwards. And the next session, I did the same thing, but with something else with Mark Graham. And, um, you know, the rest is history. But I, th- I love those moments and hearing kind of what what clicked and when you kind of felt like it was family. And just, it is family. And it goes so much further beyond, if you guys are listening to this and you go to trade shows and you like walk the trade show floor and then you go back to your room and go to bed and then fly home. 
you're missing it. Like <laughs> the, the products are the least important part yeah. of the trade. You still have to look at them. Please go to suppliers booths, but stay for the networking and, and make friends with people. Stand up in the middle of your. It's so you know. relational. Yeah, it's, it's relational. relational. It totally is. Um, yeah. You know, I know that the world's changing, and I know that this, this, you don't need relationships. You don't need them. I mean, you need them to be trans. You know, to get transactions done. But I think if you want to feel whole, and I think if you really want to maximize your productivity and your success, like just building that community and that relationships, it makes a ton of difference. I and mean, the number of phone calls I truly get now, even still, because I was involved with the members so um, in such a detailed way from my time in the in the regional communities is it, it's it's really quite stunning that I still get some of the calls that I get. I'm happy to get them because that just means that somewhere along the line I've connected with this person. They think that I may have connected with somebody else, and it's it's something. It's really something. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I definitely think that um, it's good to hear that other people have that same experience and that people remember, you know, it's like it, it makes such an impression. It's not just, you know, a, a fleeting moment in time and it's like, okay, well, on to the next, you know, whatever. The idea that people do remember and that you build these lifelong friendships and that people, I don't want to say it in like a gruesome way, but people live and die in this industry and, you know, becomes not only our livelihood, but, you know, the, if, if you're going to work, nine, 10, 15, however many hours a day we work, I think at least, you know, enjoy it, which is kind of cool. So I almost ventured, would venture to say that in this industry, probably more than others, that maybe balance is important other places, but it's definitely more harmony here. As long as you're getting your work done, there's a harmony. Yeah. Yeah. Like we can, you know, there's as much play or there should be, I think, as there is. Um, work. I, I feel like our industry kind of like embodies that work hard, play hard mentality. Mm-hmm. I mean, more than mm-hmm. more than most. So, I would agree. Right on. Well, I won't keep you too long. I know you've got crazy things going on with kids. Mm-hmm. You're actually home this week, so I want to let you get back to that. But I would like to know one last question. I ask everybody before they get off the phone is, if you could pick uh, somebody as a badass woman of promo, who would it be and why? Um. So this may be someone who has been picked before. Forgive me. Um, my pick, and I know she's probably been singled out, would probably be Eileen Lynch. Uh, she is a remarkable woman. I feel like she's been in this industry um, almost, you know, a pioneering woman in a way. Um, and I and I say, I'll tell you why is because I feel like every time I talk to her, I no matter if it's in a it's in a busy trade show floor or at a dinner or at a, or at a, um, any other event, I feel like I'm getting all of her and she is so present in that moment. And then she also seems to always understand what I need to hear from her. She's encouraging and, um, and she, she's very level, right? She doesn't seem to have knee jerk reactions to things that go wrong and things will always go wrong. And so she's kind of a calming force and that matriarch, strong figure so that's why she's my pick I love that what a a great thing and I'm sure Eileen will be happy to hear that and what a powerful Mm -hmm. statement that someone is just present I think in this day and age with so many distractions and things going on um, I know obviously and I have ADD anyway and now you had technology to that and a million things (laughs) going on in my head anyway I know I have a tendency to 
I mean, I listen, but I kind of, you know, you know, (laughs) we're we're all trying to get a million things done. So it's hard to, um, to slow down and just be singular and focused in the midst of all that chaos. So it, it takes being totally deliberate and I'm really not very good at it, but it seems to me like she is pretty good at that. Goals. Something to aspire to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, focus goals. Right on. Well, thank you, Dana, so much for being here. It is. I totally love it. I'm so glad we got to spend some time together the other day at the pool. We had a a fun little afternoon. Um, So thank you. Enjoy your time at home with the kiddos and uh, your husband. And to everybody listening, just if you have somebody that you want to nominate as a badass woman of promo for any reason, if you want to nominate yourself, doesn't matter. Um, badasswomenofpromo.com is the website. If you click on the about tab, you'll be able to read a bio about the website and why we exist. And there's also a click to nominate tab. Um, in addition to that, we also want to know how to be a badass. If you have tips and tricks on how you feel um, people could in enrich their lives or just get better at what they're doing or if you just want to share some wisdom drop some knowledge bombs on us um, that is option two at the website and then last but not least I just want to give a shout out to our amazing sponsors without whom this would not be possible all made if you haven't heard them or heard about them uh, definitely check them out allmade.com they make all of their apparel from recycled plastic bottles and they are just a great group um, of people who are working together for the common good both eco-responsible and social responsible they are a rare gem in this promo world and I definitely encourage you to check them out and also common skew if you haven't heard of them they are fantastic common skew.com for um, fair distributor they do order processing different fun stuff like that but with a social component and one kind of really cool twist so make sure you get in touch with them commonskew.com and with that this has been another episode of the badass women of promo podcast i can't wait to hear from you guys and see what you think and talk to you all again very soon have a great one